everyone and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast. Today we've got a special one for you. Uh, this comes from the Twitch channel Papa Paws. He was a previous guest here on the podcast and me and him did a podcast live stream on his channel on Halloween about emotions and why we mask them. So as always, these opinions are our own, mine and Papa Pauses. They don't reflect any organisations that we may be a part of. They don't reflect any of the views of student minds, either at Canterbury Christchurch University or nationally. They don't reflect any of the views of Canterbury Christchurch University or Canterbury Christchurch Students' Union or the university at which uh, Papa Pauses is also studying for his um, mental health masters. They don't represent any other organisations uh, professionally or separately or any fellowships that myself or Papa Pauses. Uh, represent or have part in. Uh, they are merely our views at the time of that live recording. Uh, they may have changed since and they may have been different before. That is simply what it is to be human. Uh, as usual there may be and in fact there was some coarse language and swearing during this live podcast. Um, this was very much off the cuff and unedited as it was a completely live uh, podcast for Twitch. So if that isn't something that um, you feel comfortable with, please do click off now. Also, we came across um, some very sensitive uh, topics as it was a fully immersive uh, chat with uh, the live stream on Twitch. So different topics came up quite uh, regularly along the lines of the emotional masking. So again, if you feel that this isn't for you, please do click off now. Uh, obviously, this is a special podcast. So um, going on from this intro, we'll go straight into um, the live podcast. The only thing that's been changed is the beginning intro where uh, Papa Paws introduces me and the end when we raid out from Twitch have been cut off just for ease and because they're not really part of the podcast. Everything else is as it was live on Halloween night. So hopefully you'll enjoy this and we will see you next time. Let's see if this works. Get things to work properly. There we go. There's up for the challenge. And I will make sure so this way he could also see uh, me because it's important. But uh, feel free to introduce yourself. Um, and we also have a command exclamation mark up in chat if you do want to uh, do want to follow uh, Mr. Up for the challenge. Go ahead, feel free to introduce yourself. Okay, hey everyone. So um, as uh, Papa just said, I'm up for the challenge. Um, I'm a mental health streamer and um, only mental health. So I stream three times a week. Um, I always do two of the subjects on a specific area around mental health. So it could be homelessness, um, prescription drug abuse, um, loss, anything really. Um, and I asked the chat to kind of give me the ideas. And then we have one mental health check-in every week. So literally on that um, mid-week hump, um, on a Wednesday, the second stream, I always do a mental health check-in where people can just come and tell if they've had an amazing day. We've had people come in and they've just had a promotion. Their friend has just come out of a coma, like some really amazing news that we've had, um, as well as people that are having a really bad time. So, um, you know, it's, it's just a check-in to see how you are uh, full stop, basically, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. And um, as Papa says, yeah, we, we met on a different uh podcast and uh, just been going back and forth on what we might be able to collaborate on and this just seemed like a perfect one when Papa brought it up and I, I thought and I like to do a lot of puns as many of you know we have the positivity emote because we're all about spreading that positivity um, but uh, I thought this was a perfect day to talk about emotions and why do we mask them 
why do we mask our emotions? Um, so I know we're two males. We're two males. We're probably two males who mask our emotions all the time um, because honestly, that's how, uh, and young dad, how are you doing? Welcome on in. Um, this is, this is just, I couldn't think of someone more perfect to bring on, uh, on this conversation today than another male, um, just because, and this is not any discrimination or hate or, uh, sexism or anything towards women, but I feel that you show your emotions way better than we do. And we can learn so much from women. And I'm not saying all women, uh, are great at doing their emotions. So this conversation is good for everybody. Um, and we're just going to dive straight into some tough conversations and why we cover things up um, and why it's so hard to talk about things. And I, I've got so many ideas. Um, this is an unscripted conversation. Um, so wherever this goes, we're just going to let go. Um, I only have a few, we, but uh, we will see. Uh, hello, pretty t-shirt. Thank you so much. Uh, I love this sweatshirt. It's a great sweatshirt. But um, yeah, so if you have any questions at any point in time, put them in chat. I do see chat. I will try to communicate with you back and forth. But in the meantime, let's let's just dive into this uh, uh, challenge right off the bat. Why do you feel like you mask your emotions or hide your emotions or people hide their emotions? I mean, it, there can be so many things. Um, I think at the base of it is toxic masculinity. I mean, that can't be ignored. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of people that like to ignore the idea of it existing. But what we usually do is when we talk about toxic masculinity, it's usually um, miscommunicated, misunderstood. It's usually used as a batting ball between um, people that just want to cause an argument. But what we seem to um, completely avoid is that toxic masculinity isn't just toxic to women. It's incredibly toxic to men as well, because, um, yes, toxic masculinity will tell you that, you know, men are in charge and they should be in charge and all that kind of bollocks. But at the root of that, they also say, yes, you're in charge. So you can't be weak. You can't show how you feel. You are the one that's got to be strong for the household. You're the one that's got to be strong and lead the way. And it just gets brought into it. I mean, think of the simplest things that it's used over and over again with um, you have two kids who fall over. Uh, the, little girl, the little girl falls over and scrapes her knee and starts crying. Oh, how are you? Um, you know, you're all right. It's OK. It's fine. The little boy falls over. Come on, man up. And you're, you're not allowed. Even as a little boy, you're not allowed to kind of show a simple thing of pain because you're a boy, you're a man, you're meant to be strong. Um, and I think in general, that's kind of why we end up masking it, because we're taught that it's it's normal to mask. It's not even, it's strange to even think of it as masking because I think so many of us um, in terms of um, males in society just do it. It's not seen as a, you know, I'm putting on a mask today. It's a, I've woken up, okay, this is the way I've got to be. And, and it's just like that. Um, I think I certainly um, have some of that in me. Um, I think there's there's quite a lot of that that I've I've always been. Um, I mean, I'm, uh, as you know, I'm a self-defense and martial arts instructor. So I think that kind of comes with it. That's, it's, it, it, you're meant to be the one, you know, you're the strong guy that can, that you can handle a fight, you know, you're all right, yeah, that kind of nonsense. And so in with it comes this built-in thing. I mean, if you look at the UFC or any of that kind of, um, you know, bravado bullshit, you don't, uh, you don't really get emotions. If we think about Khabib Nurmagomedov as he retired after his fight um, against uh, Guetch the other night, and the next day, 
actually, although his retirement was on the cards as being in the papers and, and online, the other main thing that was next to it, Nurmagomedov cried. Who the fuck cares? His dad just died and he's just won 29 fights with no losses in the name of his father and he's now retiring. He's allowed a few tears, but that was what was coming up. And, and so, yeah. I think, you, I think you, like, one of the biggest points is that toxic masculinity. I think uh, another thing you could tie into that um, is capitalism. Um, and it's capitalism tells us that we need to feel a certain way because if we're not feeling a certain way we need to be productive for society um and this and this goes both for for both sexes right at least for me um because if we're grieving something like a loss a death a loss of a relationship a loss of a job loss of uh identity or anything like that um all of that's tied into hey sorry you only have three days i need you back at work I need you to be productive. I, I, you, you're not allowed to feel. You have to be. I need you to be the best version of yourself here at work because this is what I need. This is what I need right now. I need you to be here working for me to be the best possible productive human you could be. Um, and I think that's what society has like changed our mindset to is that, um, is that in order to be productive, in order to be a functional human being, we have to do things in a very specific way. Um, but that's not the truth. At the end of the day, this is <laughs> this is about actually feeling through your emotions, actually being uniquely you, actually being able to, you know, if I'm not feeling up to it, I could be like, hey, challenge. You know what? I, I am not in the best headspace today, um, but you know what? Let's let's just go through this uh, podcast, but know that I might be super vulnerable and raw while we go through it. Um, and I, I there's a couple comments up in here too. So um, one, um, hello to everybody who's new here, um, who's coming on in. Thank you for dropping by. But also, um, I, I will try to say hi to you in chat. Um, Challenge will try to say hi to you in chat. Hopefully, each other will say each other. That you guys will say hi to each other in chat. We'll get to your questions as fast as we possibly can. Um, Saruk says, depends on the context though. Reporting he cried is fine if it's finding context of all emotions coming to the front after the trauma of his father and a great career. I don't think it was, it was reported as negative. Um, and then John, John B says, coronavirus is a good example of that. We are expected to be 100% at work during a pandemic. Um, and maybe we should touch upon that. I think that's, uh, oh, and you're in chat as well. Perfect. <laughs> um, I think that's an important thing. And also welcome on in Lil Viking YouTube. Um, Hope you're doing well um but yes what um we're in the middle of a pandemic so we're in the middle of a flipping pandemic yeah. right now <laughs> i mean there's there's a couple of things I've, if i just go back slightly yeah, yeah, sorry go ahead. um so the comment i just made about um him crying and it's um it wasn't uh reported as that no it wasn't but why the fuck was it reported in the first place because if there's plenty of times where um females have cried after big events that was never the the headline. The headline was that they won. The headline wasn't they're showing their emotion. It's the fact that we allow it to be seen as something special, then separates it out as being something special, where actually it shouldn't be. It should just be, this is just something that happens. He's actually, the story is this. He's had a great career. His, his dad has um, passed away. He's, he's now retiring. That is the story. 
um, because there isn't a secondary story when it comes to the, the other sex. Um, and so that's the issue for me is that, yes, um, it's worse. It is worse when it's reported a certain way, but I don't think it's it's actually, um, it, it's, it should be ignored by the fact that it's actually reported at all because it simply would not be a story. If Ronda Rousey had cried, which she did many times, did, was it ever reported? No, was it hell? Because it was Ronda Rousey. Um, and that's that's the issue for me on that one. Um, also, the capitalism thing, because I'm not, I am, I'm a capitalist. I'm, I, you know, I'm fully admit this. Um, I think it depends on which country you're looking at, because Canada, UK, America, Australia, completely agree with you. That is the mindset. However, mm -hmm. Finland, Denmark, Netherlands is not. Um, they are effectively, although a lot of people in America may see them as socialists, they are massively capitalist incredibly well-off countries and they are very productive i mean for for um care from the the time you're born even finland give a give a care package to every set of parents for the child to look after them so there's a lot more care around it so i think it it, it may be dependent but as you say it's i think there's a, a cultural structure certainly whether it's capitalism or not i'm not overly sure but there's definitely a, a cultural structure of some kind that um potentially has come out of um uh british imperialism because the countries i mentioned are all part of british imperialism whereas the ones i didn't mention weren't um so <laughs> that's that's the thing there um covid has definitely i think um made this a lot worse because i, I mean i have it in my stream a lot of the time where i've got um people that that know that that something's um, that, that, that shouldn't be an issue for them. They shouldn't feel a certain way, but they're suddenly thrown into a place where they're not the breadwinner because of COVID. Um, and it feels weird for them, even though it, it shouldn't be an issue. And actually, you know, their wife, their partner, whatever it is, actually has a better job. But they now are in a position where they're not the one paying the bills. And for some reason, there's a juxtaposition in their head from where it feels. Now, I mean, I, I said to you before this, my, my parents were born during the Second World War. So I was brought up on 1950s values. Although I'm not of that generation in terms of age range, in terms of values, that's what I was brought up. Until I was 25, I never let a, um, a girl buy me a drink because, no, a man, that's what I do. If I can't afford a drink, I won't go out. I just won't go anywhere. anywhere. You know, it's so much of that that it's just ingrained into you and then when COVID happens and it throws something that's out of the ordinary at you as well it's very hard I think for people to deal with their emotions my 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 mum and two of my sisters they have a zoom call every Wednesday so they're still um they're still talking about their emotions they're still chatting they're still making sure everyone's okay do I no does my brother no do any of my brothers no even my brother, who's a Methodist minister, I don't think does that. He doesn't have any kind of outlet like that. And that's part of his kind of job for other people. But he's, again, part of that is he is at the top. He is the one looking after the um, other people. But it's, you know, it's in with, well, I'm I'm a man. I'm I'm OK. And I think that's a, definitely a problem, as one of the people in um, in chat said. I think that's definitely a problem that's come up with COVID because it's it's just exacerbated the issues we had already. Oh, and it's made it significantly worse. And uh, like similar to you, uh, what I've always said on stream is COVID. COVID has made people realize that we are more broken than we actually uh, than than we are. Um, people don't realize how broken we are as a community 
um, as people. Um, it's it's not pretty right now. Um, people are being sat sitting in their emotions and are like, oh, what is this? What am I feeling? Because we've been hiding it so long with um, just work or staying staying busy. And I put busy in quotations. It's, it's about being busy-minded and busy um, to distract ourselves from our true feelings. Uh, but I do, I, like the one thing I will say, I do agree with you on, it depends on the country, right? Um, so a lot of countries, I, I notice a lot of different European countries promote mental health, promote like mm. four day weeks, promote taking proper breaks, promote like, hey, you have a kid, take as long as you can and then come back. Um, but then you have, then you have <laughs> countries like, like you mentioned, Canada, US, Australia, uh, the UK. It's like, sorry, um, our, our time is money. Um, when are you coming back? Because we need yeah. you here tomorrow. Um, and it's great to see that some some places are willing to take that stand for mental health. And I guess this is this is where I, I would pose the question to you is where how do you think we could change a culture, an entire culture to go in a direction that's more towards like our Scandinavian friends? I think it I mean, it gets very difficult. Uh, it's It's weird because. Even within those countries, the the four that we we said about that are very you know um, actually messed up, shall we say, when it comes to um, capitalism and how they use it. Um, it's even different within then. So the UK compared to America, I don't know about the um, Canada's uh, thing on this, but um, the ability to have a break. So in the UK, twenty eight days is the minimum nationally required leave that you have a year. And you are paid for that leave. That is it. There is no, there's no, oh, well, we're not going to do this because we're a certain business. No, it's 28 days. That is how much you give full stop. And then you, some businesses will give more. There's perks. The US doesn't have any. Certain businesses might, but the, the nationally uh, or federally mandated, not at all. So even within them, it becomes difficult. And I think that's where the whole thing becomes difficult then overall, because Whereas many of the Scandinavian countries may agree on the way they they look at this. I mean, you only have to look at what is generally seen as the happiest countries in the world. It's almost always Finland, Denmark and um, Sweden, almost always for the past 30, 40 years. Um, they tend to agree on things, but the rest of us don't. And I think that's the issue when we can't even agree you know, you get so many things where, say, um, in, in America, they'll look at gun gun um, crime in Australia and they don't understand what's going on because, well, you know, you know, this is this is weird because you've got guns or, you, you know, you've got this weird way of doing things. But then Australia and UK are very similar on that. And then America will look at the NHS and call us socialist, um, but they don't look at their own systems that they have for the roads and things like that. So it becomes very difficult because we've become so polarized in how we look at things, even with our own countries. I mean, look at the current elections that are going on in the US and look at the way the UK is currently with um, polarization of um, the different parties as well. It's so ingrained even within ourselves that to be perfectly honest, I think until we can actually agree on how the hell we wanna run a country by ourselves, then we might be able to have a conversation 
about um, you know the the Canuck countries and, and try and get stuff together. And then after that, then we can try and you know actually be adult countries because at the moment, despite the history of the UK, um, we seem to be kind of trailing along with countries that have barely got a history. And that shouldn't be the case. Um, you know, you kind of forgive some countries because it's like, well, you you know, you're not old enough. Almost. It's a bit like talking to a child. You're not old enough to have figured out what goes right and what goes wrong in your own country. Um, but for that still to be a conversation in the 21st century and with a country that has, has given birth to other countries as well is somewhat pathetic from the UK. And for a country like America, who has most of the goddamn money and has helped um, countries kind of come back from it is also pathetic. I think of the four that we've mentioned, Canada probably has the best record, but then I speak to Canadians like yourself and no, that's not what we think. So it's very hard. I think we need to actually sort ourselves out, then come together and then try and kind of flag down the, the taxi that's going actually to the future rather than staying um, so stagnant in its present. Um, welcome in Raiders. Um, thank you, Anjali, for sending <laughs> your uh, your raid over here. Hello, Lush. Hello, officials. One uh, in inner sorter. Um, welcome on in. Um, we are having a conversation about masking our emotions, um, what that looks like, what it is, um, and again, that's uh, that's a dollar towards charity uh, for for that raid. Ten cents per person. So we're now at twenty four dollars and seventy cents. Welcome on in Raiders. I'm Papa Paz. I'm a mental health advocate. I'm hanging out with my friend here, uh, up for the challenge, exclamation mark up. Um, he is a, a great mental health facilitator here on Twitch, only does mental health streams, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and yeah, we're just having a lovely conversation about masking our emotions. Um, we've been talking about how different countries work in different ways. Um, and to go back on your point, Although Canada does some great things, we don't do it all. Um, but I will I will be the first to admit that out of the countries we've mentioned, Australia, UK, US, we're probably way ahead, uh, way further ahead than most of most of those because I think just recently um, on if you have um, a health insurance through your employment, uh, you now um, are covered for mental health support. Um, so counseling is covered to a certain extent, um, not full, uh, not probably, you'll probably get a good five, five to six sessions in, but then you have to pay it for yourself. Um, I don't know what the rules are in the UK, um, but there's also, um, we have lots of uh, free resources at universities that you could use and then group, uh, free group therapy. And also uh, what, what I was looking the other day, and this is just a comparison between the US and Canada. Um, I was trying to help someone find proper mental health resources so that they could talk about their emotions, be open, be honest, and have that conversation. And what happened was when I look at a university in Canada, not a problem, I could find you mental health resources like this. When I was looking in the States, I was like, holy crow, I need to like go digging to just find a counseling number for people to get proper support. Hello, Matt Donovan. Welcome on in. Um, I will not. Um, I will not be doing any of the the points today, um, Warthrone. Um, so I'm gonna refund those to you, um, and we will use them for next time. Um, there you go. Um, but um, but 
yeah, to just, just to like find basic resources so that I could talk about my emotions, to be open, to be honest, was mission impossible to find something in the States where I go on a Canadian university website. I have seven links that I could click on. It's like, here, go here, go here, go here, go here. If you can't get the support at the university, which is to me is just completely wild. You look like you're, yeah. you're ready. I mean, you have it's... a point. <laughs> It's 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 kind of weird because um, I, I because I'm I'm English I kind of twitch whenever you say medical insurance um, because of course that's not that's not a thing here I mean yes you can buy um, an additional um, kind of thing for for boop or whatever um, but it's actually amusing to me because so let's say if you had um, private medical insurance and you had booper which is the biggest private medical insurance in the UK. Um, mm -hmm. we do have it it does exist uh, if you have an emergency issue you go to an nhs hospital mm -hmm. because they're the ones that know how to deal with it so the, the whole idea of medical insurance is just weird to me um but in terms of mental health that's all free it's it's actually weird to me that why the hell wouldn't it be so it was kind of strange because i actually expected canada to be better when you said it um because that when they when you said it, it's a new thing whereas in the uk well of, of course it's free like it's it, it's it, it beggars belief as to why it wouldn't be there's additional stuff so the, the, the certain things that wouldn't be free in the uk is um additional testing for a specific issue so let's say bpd um autism things like that after a certain age or if you're not in full-time education then there is a cost However, if you're referred by full-time education, then it's free or heavily subsidized. So for instance, if you're at university and you need to get tested for autism, it's meant to be three or 400 pounds. It would likely be about 50 pounds. And of that, the university can then also give you hardship fund towards it. So it's unlikely you'll ever pay it at all. So um, depending on that, and that's, that's just the initial kind of, there is an issue, but you'll get referred, if you go and see your GP, you'll get referred, um, if they think there's a mental health issue, you'll get referred to the, the local mental health clinic and then you'll just go and see someone and try and get something from there. And it's likely that you'll you'll end up in like a CBT session rather than anything else because CBT is a lot cheaper to keep up. And, you know, the kind of let's let's all sit together and chat is the easiest one to do. But, yeah, it's very strange because I've said this to someone the other day in America that the UK counsellors are the ones that people would go to. We don't really have, or at least I very rarely come across psychiatrists. We kind of see them, we see them almost in a very weird light over here. The idea that everyone in America has a psychiatrist is very foreign to people in the UK. Because it's like, why? You actually, I think there seems to be a, a culture in America where you actually seem to cause yourself a problem. Um, you know, you're, you're actually additionally going for it. And it's, going to the capitalism of it they've created a market for it even if people either don't necessarily need a specific psychiatric help they could actually just do counseling or do a different session or whether there's actually a need whatsoever for it because you know there are people that genuinely are okay you know wish i wish i was one of them and i'm sure you do as well but as most of us in chat but does happen yeah in america it's just well you, you've got to have a psychiatrist you've got to you've got to you know piss money down the drain but it's it's just such a strange thing and in the uk that this doesn't happen so it's it's actually kind of weird because i expected when you said it about canada being at the forefront for i expected more now i i i, I assume 
that there's actually a lot more behind that that is way ahead of the UK because I, I would be very I feel it very strange if we actually are ahead of it because I, I have very um, strong issues with the UK and actually I think most universities are very bad at mental health um, it's you know they, they don't tend to look after their their students I don't think at all I've actually had this one-on-one -on -one with university senior management team because screw them I don't care um, so but it's it's um yeah it's it's something that is just a, a given in the UK that you will get that help in some way now there's a lot more to it because then obviously right now let's try and actually get the help let's try and find this person and do they actually care and all that there's a lot of other stuff to it but the initial can you get it is a of course you can so but I, I I'm guessing the rest of the issues would be the same pretty much anywhere except for the Scandinavian countries to be perfectly honest and I I would it be do an interesting comparison to actually put UK and Canada side by side to see what happens. Um, I think one of the biggest uh, they're both different servants and even with insurance in the US it's extremely expensive is what Vixen is saying. Um, mm. And this might be the mind maybe the mindset of the UK and Canada more so than the US. Um, and again, we're, we're not picking on the US. We're not picking on any countries. Um, this is just to get down to the bottom of why it's so hard to discuss your emotions and to be open and to be honest and have these type of dialogues um, is in the, I feel like um, you can pick on the US. Thanks, John. Um, I think in the US, you're look, they're mostly always looking to solve an issue, always looking to solve it. Where in Canada and the UK, we're like, we just need help. We just need to talk to someone. We need we need an outlet. We need somebody to help us. Um, so our approach our approach at getting help is very different. Where one is like, okay, I need to fix it. I need to resolve the issue, and the other is like, I just need somebody to talk to you. I need somebody to just be there for me and be who I want to be. Um, um, well, th thanks, Devlish, and welcome in Obi One as well. Um, so, it, it, but in a side-by-side -side comparison between the UK and Canada would be interesting. I will note that um, the one the one issue I noticed at the university, so actually the biggest issue right now in Canada that I am realizing for at least counselors on a campus, um, and I believe that we need to change the rules on this. So this way people could be open and honest and just have those simple conversations um, is... The counselors on campus are so backlogged with work. They're meeting with 10, roughly 10 people a day, 10 people a day. Um, no counselor ever should have to meet with 10 people a day. That is 10 hours of work, roughly. That's 10 hours of work. So they're so bogged down that we're not giving the, uh, we're not creating connections with outside counselors to have that ability to compensate these counselors through the universities um to say okay you can go see so and so um these are a recommended list of counselors that you could see on our list that are not bought if we're too bogged down go see them but it will still be covered through your school insurance um that's that's an issue that i would have and i would like to see change um, because at the end of the day these counselors are so bogged down with so much work um and it's just crazy um 
I think there are a lot of people that are scared of psychiatrists because they're afraid of getting hooked on medication. True. And I, I would also say like, and just so that chat understands, there's a huge difference. Um, um, a counselor is there to provide you mental health help. They're there to help you out, have that conversation, make things easy for you. You only go see a psychiatrist if you need, um, if you need a clear cut definition of what you're struggling with or need medication, you don't need to see a psychiatrist. Um, ever, I know a lot of people are like, well, I go see a psychiatrist. I go see a psychiatrist. You don't have to see a psychiatrist. Um, Crow Melroth, welcome on in. Know that you're loved, appreciated, supported, and belong here. We're talking about emotions, um, but this went down like a counselor route in comparing countries here. Um, again, this is completely unscripted. Uh, we're just trying to educate as best as we possibly can. But I think that's one of the reasons why it's so hard for people to admit their feelings. And this is why we hire our feelings from our friends, our family, um, and you name it, um, because we're so afraid we, we can't get the help we need. Um, and so we, we hide it and just continue going. Thank you, Dragon Girl, for that uh, tier one sub. I truly appreciate you. So it's just like, <laughs> where do we solve this? Where do we even start? Where do we even begin if we can't even go to a counselor or afford a counselor or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's very weird. I mean, if you look at, say, if we look at the Scandinavian countries again, I think the thing they have additionally to the rest of us is a better education system. If you look at the education systems in the world, um, America comes pretty low. It, it just does. I mean, I can't change statistics. Canada and the UK are pretty much the same in the top, uh, I think it's top 25, top 30. Finland is either number one or number two every single year. And I think that's one of the biggest things is education because even you know the, the rest of us are there just going well let's we'll, we'll deal with the problem afterwards the problem's happened now let's deal with it finland's going no, no 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 let's just make sure there's not a fucking problem let's deal with them from day one like i said at the beginning finland give out a care package from day one there's a care package for your child this is to make sure that your child for the first couple of weeks is fed clothed everything's okay we'll also have a nanny that comes out to you to check um, and then we'll start the education. All education is free for anyone um, going up to the university and, you know, will help because a lot of it, I think a lot of mental health issues that we get are misunderstandings because we don't understand what's going around in general, in, in our economy even, because if you don't understand the economy, if you don't understand the politics, then one simple news broadcast can pretty fuck your day and you'll be there going, what, what's going on? The, the world's going to end. What? And then you just get anxiety from nowhere. Um, and you're right with the with the the way that Canada and the UK would treat um, mental health issues in terms of counselling as opposed to psychiatry. The way I'd look at it is potentially um, if you've got one of those kids games where you've got you know there's a space for a, a round hole and there's a there's a triangle and there's a square. Um, the US in the way that they have it, or let's say just to not be um, anti-US, those that use psychiatrists seem to go because we want the answer. Well, this is a square. We have a circle. Oh, the way we solve that, we chop some bits off, we reshape it, ah, and there now it fits. But we spend a load of money and a lot of um, other things around it, and we've potentially traumatized you by even doing that in the first place. Whereas if you're going to a counselor, the idea is, well, look, there's some different holes, there's some different things you can put in there. Let's see what else can be done. You know, we're not trying to solve the problem; we're giving you different options. And I think that's the that's the point, and that's where there's no cut and dry, and potentially why. 
although mental health levels in Canada, the UK, um, Australia, and that aren't fantastic, they are better than countries like um, America, China, Russia, um, India, that do just have this, I want a solution and I want it now because I can then go back and work. And I think that's where the problem's coming. And I think this is like, this has been drilled. Uh, and this is my, uh, like my, uh, my issue with mental health. And, and like, I I'm seeing each and every one of you coming in and I'm trying my best to say hi to each one of you. So lopsided Danny Heron, um, Ava, uh, Crow, Malroth, welcome all in. Um, this issue has existed for such a long time. I think it's, my goodness, like you were talking World War II with uh, your family. I think this has been going on since the early 1900s. Um, and it's just like continued. So it's like, um, uh, <laughs> this is Papa chat. <laughs> yeah, no, you could answer chat anytime you want. Uh, if you see something, if you see something in there, you could, you could talk away. Um, but uh, he, it's just so frustrating because it's like, we're stuck in this cycle and here you and I are having this conversation, trying to break this cycle. Um, we're trying to break out of the norm. Um, like name how many people are just strictly, strictly focusing on um, mental health advocacy on a platform like Twitch or YouTube or anything like that. I could tell you there's not many people out there that, that are willing to do it. Um, and why aren't they willing to do it? Is because they're afraid. I think we're just afraid of providing misinformation miseducation but at the end of the day we're both being we're here sitting being vulnerable and i'm sure you uh I, I can't speak on behalf of you but i could definitely speak on behalf of myself is that if i'm wrong in something or don't know the answer to something i'll be the first one to tell you i'll be the first one to tell you sorry i don't know the answer to that i will find an answer for you that but please send me a message as a reminder so i could get it for you um, or I have a notepad on my right hand side here. So this would, I always type as much as I possibly can. Um, but it's, it's absolutely insane that like our society, I, I, like it, it's, we're, we're not, we're seeing how well other countries are working with mental health and we're not willing to jump ship with them. Um, it's like, why don't we follow Scandinavian countries? They're doing things great over there that why don't yes i know there's the issue of higher income tax and this and that um but at the end of the day if we have leaders who are willing to make a difference why don't we why don't we make those jumps why don't we make that difference um and i know for me uh, the reason why i'm vulnerable and i talk about my emotions uh one i grew up with all women um so that was helpful but two um i learned that the more i suppressed it the worse it became for me. Um, and I would just be left angry and upset. And, um, you know, I, I can only imagine how many holes would be in my wall currently if I didn't have the proper coping mechanisms to release my emotion. And yeah, it's hard during COVID. You can't necessarily go to the gym. You can't go um, at maybe to the cinema or whatever you do for your coping mechanism. Um so we just push it down and hold it in, but we need that release. We need that release. Um, and that's why on ups, uh, on challenges stream or my stream, we encourage you to talk about your emotions because we don't care how you feel. 
We want to help you. We want to better you. We want to make things the best we possibly can for you. Yeah, I mean, coming on that, um, just to, to reword Papa, because I know what he meant, but it was the wording. It's not that we don't care about how you feel. It's that we um, don't mind dealing with how you feel, no matter what it is, I think is what Papa meant. Um, yes, but, thank you. Thank yeah, you for it's... correcting that. Thank you for correcting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Is, um, yeah, it's it's very strange. I mean, I always say um, because I seem to have suddenly got a load of followers and, and and things like that. No matter how much I tell people to not follow me, it doesn't seem to happen. And my 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 assumption is that it's because um, I'm seen as as I'm sure you are, but I'm I'm not quite as um, I'm not quite as active and as energetic as you are. And I'm very kind of there's a camera, that's it. Um, and so I just see myself as a bit of a novelty because I will just sit there and just chat to camera. And like you say, that's it's just not normal for people to do that. It should be. It should be very normal. But actually, what happens is um, people will push everything down. And don't get me wrong. Like, and I always try and be as honest as I can with my own chat. Is um, I'm a, I'm an educated idiot. Like this isn't. I'm not um, some guru of of mental health or anything like that. And I always try and be as honest as I can be on stream. I am fucking horrendous at following my own advice i can guarantee you now there's plenty of emotions that i, I would love to bring out but i'm not going to do it and you know that is the mask that we create as as we say whether we are aware of those masks whether we want them to be there or not doesn't change the fact that for a lot of us they are part of our lives um you stand about yeah you, you you're having the outlet and there might be a lot more um kind of holes in walls um i won't talk about the event but when i had a massive event um, happened to me that just destroyed my mental health um, about a year ago. Um, I was um, instructing people for self-defense and I took some time out from it. I had a friend of mine, um, a colleague in, in martial arts and self-defense that came and did the classes for me. And I went back um, a little bit after to try and go, okay, let's try and get back into things because I can just do it. And it's that kind of masking thing of just going, I can just do it. I'm just going to carry on. Yep. Just, this is how you're going to see me now. I'm going to go, we're going to go from here. Um, I went back and um, thank God the person that I was um, I was uh, demonstrating with had pads because I was demonstrating a simple punch um, similar to um, the, the nearest anyone would recognize it to would be similar to a kind of a Wing Chun kind of straight punch um, unless you know old school pugilism but it was that kind of punch and I knocked the student about five foot backwards um, and that is not what was meant to happen. I had completely not got control of my emotions i believed i had and that mask had gone up to say yes you are you've got it you can carry on but actually i hadn't dealt with it and i hadn't kind of got into the headspace to, to do anything about it and so it's only that then and thankfully they had padding everyone there you know we had, it was fine he had he had enough stuff on but i could have if it was a different move if if i was trying to show, show someone a, a wrist lock or a kick i could have broken some bones it was only my own kind of this this mask going up that just tells you everything is fine, carry on, that created the issue in the first place where I just thought I should. And I think that's where it gets really dangerous is that we put these masks up and most of us don't even think about it because they're just, they're day to day, like I say. Um, but what we've got to realise is they're not only mentally damaging, they can be physically damaging to us as well because we may do stupid fucking stuff. 
because we're not thinking about it. We're, we're doing stupid stuff that's going to affect us anyway, and it's going to have mental, long-lasting mental effects. But we could also do stuff that's going to put us in a very dangerous position. Um, and why are we doing it? Oh, because I've just got to carry on. That's that's just what's going to happen. And, and it's just it's just wrong. It's just not something that we should be we should be doing. We should be actually, like I said with Finland, we should be educated enough to understand when we have an issue. Because I've had the same. Um, thing that was a problem back then has had a kind of a not relapse but there's there's things around it in the past few months and weirdly I, I messaged friends of mine from university um and just said um I'm not okay as simple as that I'm not okay and then they responded of course because you know they're, they're, they're good guys but my immediate response even though I had sent the message was it's fine don't no no don't need any help I don't it's fine it doesn't matter I was the one that sent the fucking message, but I still seemed to put up a mask immediately after I'd let the mask down. And that's what we have to deal with sometimes is to realize that our own, you know, and I will say just stupidity comes into our, into us sometimes and we need to deal with it. And I think I, I, I always try and be this uh, um, honest in streams. I'm not going to tell you everything's going to be okay. I'm not going to, I'm not that wholesome streamer bullshit that's always put around is at the end of the day, shit happens. The world happens. And I have had my, I've had the time where I've just gone, you know, fuck you to the world many times with good cause. But we have to recognize when things are going wrong. And we, I think um, we can't just have this blanket. And I think that's where my issue with a lot of kind of thing about wholesomeness comes in as well. Because I think then we go on to, oh, you know, you have, you have, oh, these people are lovely and they're wholesome. It's brilliant. You're going to, they're going to solve all your issues. No, they're not. They're going to give you another mask to put on. So you're going to feel good for a minute while you take the last mask off. Then you put the next one on. Like taking off your, your COVID mask and then putting a fucking ventilator on. It's not going to make you, it's not going to make you feel any better. It's just going to be a lot worse, but this time you don't realize it's happening. And like, I think that's, that's where like I struggle with it. Like I was, I was watching another streamer recently and, um, and one, they didn't address chat and, uh, bamboo Rabu, Can you, uh, Oh, ADHD. It was ADHD, not, uh, D H D a, um, that makes a lot more sense. I know what ADHD is. Um, um, and honestly, I'm, I don't believe in the number and this is just personal opinion. I don't believe in the numbers for ADHD. Um, and, and the reason why I don't believe in a lot of the numbers for ADHD is because they're children. Children need to be creative. Children need a place to, to explore. Children need a place to just be them and uniquely them. Um, I think it's more important to do studies of ADHD and um, more age appropriate, um, probably more towards being an adult or in your teens. Um, that's where you could see it more often. But as a child, I feel like they get misdiagnosed all the time and you're giving a child medication for no reason at all. Um, and again, uh, Crow, uh, Crow I, I'm sorry that you got misdiagnosed. Um, typically, I focus more of the conversation on chat, but today the conversation is about masking our emotions. And I want to make, if I do miss anything, I do apologize. Both of our DMs are open. Please send us a message if you do need to chat. We are here for you. Oh, no, don't worry. I was very confused. I was like, what's DHDA? You're fine, ba Bamboo Rubu. You're totally fine. Um, I think uh, I want to go back to the point of you messaging someone and saying, oh, I'm not okay. Um, 
And it's so weird because like we will, and this is for me and I'm sure a lot of other people in chat, um, there is plenty of times where we will say that we're not okay and then we will backpedal. Why? Why do we backpedal? It's because we're afraid. I think a lot of it comes to being afraid of letting people in um, because we don't want people. We want, I think we have a lot of trust issues. Um, and it's, if you allow someone in, it gives them an opportunity to hurt you. Um, and we're already feeling terrible. So why am I letting someone else in who could potentially hurt me even more? Um, and we don't want that. And we don't want that. But uh, back, also to your comment about Wholesome Streamer, I know I don't swear on stream. That's just not who I am. And Mystic, welcome in. I know that you're loved, appreciated, supported, and belong here. But I, I hopefully, hopefully you don't feel this way about me. Up, um, but I also don't BS you. I won't tell you that it's going to be okay. I'm not going to tell you um, that everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be perfect. I'm not going to say any of those things. Um, because that's not who I am. But I was watching a streamer and they're like, we will rise up. We will rise above this. We could always get better. We could, everything is positive. Everything is beautiful. Everything is great. Chat, this is, this is one of the very few times I will swear on stream. That's not fucking true. Mm -hmm. COVID. Um, it's... <laughs> I, I know who you're talking about and won't say names. I Hopefully, I maybe we do. Maybe we do, Mystic. And if we do, please shoot me a DM. I would love to know who you think it is. But at the end of the day, it's like, and this is not a knock on the streamer. Like, sure, they may be an awesome content creator. But at the end of the day, um, life sucks. <laughs> life has its waves. Life, life will never be perfect. But what I could say to you is, um, and this is what I say as a mental health advocate and for counselors. Counselors are not trying to help you feel better. They're just trying to help you cope to make things a little better than they are now. They're not here to solve your issues. They're here to help you feel a little bit better. How, using those coping mechanisms to make to be able to say, okay, I, I'm, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling anxious today. What are some of the uh, coping me mechanisms I could use uh, to help ease it a little bit today. Um, I DM'd you. Thank you so much for DMing me. Um, uh, but that's the thing right now is like, you could say that you're not okay and then you're quickly backpedaling to defend yourself because, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to talk about it. And I think I'm more open with that type of stuff now. And the only reason why I'm more open about it now is because I feel like if you talk about your story more often, someone else might be able to relate and then you could help guide each other and hopefully give each other advice uh, or information that could provide an easier way to do things. Um, I think yeah, the first person to call out that BS. I'm not the first person. If you've watched <laughs> up, if you wa if you watched up for the challenge, he, he, he'll call it that BS on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm 90% I'm, I'm, I'm sure I know exactly who you're talking about as well, but there we go. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> he actually, does... like, Mystic, you're right. You're, you're spot on right. <laughs> yeah, it's... There's a, there's a lot of this that is... I think the problem is, and 
Um, if it's the person that I'm thinking of, no, I just think the guy's an ass. But um, I think that's too much of the the community that we've that's been created as well on on Twitch from um, from this wholesomeness. And I fucking hate the word. I really do because I don't believe in it. I don't believe there is a wholesome. We're not we're not in bloody Amish country. There's no such thing as a wholesome streamer. We're all in some way. An arsehole. Think of it in the terms of um, Rampage. If anyone's seen the film Rampage with um, with The Rock, there's um, a line when uh, The Rock's talking to um, the guy from, I think it's the FBI on there, and says, hey, I always thought you were an arsehole. And he just goes, I am. I'm just your kind of arsehole. And I think that's the only difference. It's just that we actually, you know, this idea that we're all wholesome and lovely and there's this kind of sainthood but above us because we have the balls to talk about mental health shouldn't be meant that we know everything or that we have the answer for every single thing or that we can help you as well as a specific mental health um, professional outside near you. Because at the end of the day, me and Papa um, and, you know, Harley Quinn, people like that can do so much at the end of the day we're not there we we don't know everything we only know what you tell us we only know um what you believe is right to tell us and the problem is is that in with that we're masking who we are you're masking who you are at the same time as well so it's very hard the whole way of doing things and the whole kind of um you know this will help you this will be the 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 answer is just nonsensical um and i mean me and papa have talked about talked about it before and there's there's a a belief system that Papa has that I don't, but he never calls the bullshit on 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 uh, any of his streams. So you know that's fine. That's it's you know it's it's not a kind of a, a call for this is going to be the answer. So that's very different. And I don't um, do the stuff with believing it on mine. I actually have a, a command that tells people, look, I don't know anything. Um, but the problem is, is that we hope that behind this screen, all the answers are there. And we go through the day masking everything about us. We don't show anyone around us how we're feeling. We don't show anyone around us um, that we might actually be inside kind of losing ourselves. Then we'll go on Twitch and go, oh, this guy's saying I'm amazing. Awesome. I'm amazing. And you put on another layer of the mask. And the same bullshit re repeats every time. And that's why I always say to people, that, and that's why we have for, for mind the mental health check-in every week, is... At some point, you need to check in with yourself because that mask is also reflecting back to you in the mirror every time you look. Because how many people, and I've, I use this a lot in my own story, but how many people right now, if you're honest with yourselves, how many people right this second could tell me with 100% um, uh, you know, belief you're in a good mood or you're in a bad mood, you're upset or angry? You couldn't. You might go, oh, I feel a little bit of this. But actually, you have no idea because when was the last time you checked in to actually see how you were really feeling? Because you're masking it from yourself. And I think that actually comes down to one of our biggest problems is, and that's when, you know, we can reach out and then mask it back and, and reject help that we're asking for because we tell ourselves that it was a lie. We'll help and then we go, no, no, I'm fine. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. And we block it out from our own mind. And that, that's what makes our bullshit really convincing to other people. And that's the problem. And, and I think having those honest check-ins every once in a while are, are great. I just recently started doing it. I, I did it this past Tuesday. It's like on a scale of one to five, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you mm -hmm. honestly feel? One being terrible, five being great. Um, and do you actually know how you're feeling? Because 
And, and this is uh, this is this is a separate issue that I have is like when you see someone, they're like, "Hey, how are you doing?" It's uh, how are you doing has become a simple greeting. It's not a a challenge. How are you doing? Like, how are you doing mentally, physically? Um, if you have a spiritual belief, how are you doing spiritually? How are you doing psycholo uh, psychologically? Like, um, and that's where I'm super intentional with talking to some people. I'm like, how do you honestly feel? How do you honestly feel? Because I will, I want to know how you feel. I want to know what's going on. Am I here to solve your problems? No. Am I here to make them better? No. Um, I'm here to listen to them, to provide resources for you if I have to, and to to just let you be you. Because I feel, uh, I feel, yes, now emotion, right? I feel, I feel that talking about your emotions sometimes helps you make you feel better. Um, sometimes you just need a sounding board. Um, and that's why, why is it so incredibly hard to find counselors? Why is it so incredibly difficult to go through so many hoops to get someone just to use as a sounding board? Is everything perfect? No. But at the end of the day, like this is where I'm I'm very thankful that I have uh people who I could dial immediately and say, you know what, I'm feeling like shit. I feel terrible. I feel absolutely shitty. Can you talk to me for five minutes? And when I say talk to me, I don't mean, hey, don't, uh, it's gonna be better, it's gonna be okay. No. When I say talk to me, I mean shut the hell up and let me talk. <laughs> And then once I get everything off my chest, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's. I think that's where actually things like, despite the fact they've always given a bad um, rep for actually being damaging to people's mental health and and things like that, I actually think this is where game lobbies can be really helpful. Because yeah, there's a lot of people taking a piss out of each other and saying their assholes and everything, but that that's changed a lot, especially since um, Twitch has become so popular um, because there's a lot more people gaming. Even in Among Us, Among Us are known as the the game that will ruin your friendships. But you're talking, you're, you're chatting, you're, you're just going, you know. And there's there's some kind of emotion. Think about it. How much, how many times have you seen someone go absolutely off on one when they're accused of something? Now, yeah, that maybe that they're not the imposter or whatever it is. How much of that actually deep down is them just going, I need a fucking scream, and I've now got an excuse. Um, you know, and it's them being able to actually show some emotion without actually having to tell you. And it's 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 them actually having the ability to both mask and show emotion at the same time. And I think it's it's really helped a lot of people by having those kind of uh, those kind of lobbies. Now, for myself, a big outlet for me was was hitting things. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's I was brought up from the age of four years old in martial arts. I've been training now for 31 years. My my automatic response is having a bad day you need to take on something hit something um and and i hope it's not a person you know that's so when gyms closed and as we were saying with covid all the way through that has impacted me and i'm sure not you know quite a few other people that have just gone well i did bjj i, I used to go for i used to go to and, and roll on a thursday i did judo throwing people around i did boxing i now i'm not doing sparring and all those little things um in our in our fitness and our, our general well-being is now caused us to kind of it's becoming this this um bag that we just keep pushing emotions into bit by bit 
it's that old saying if you can't fit um 10 pound of shit into a five pound bag and unfortunately there's a lot of those that are currently trying to do that and it's it's just at what point does that bag give up um it's it's very difficult and like you say i have got people that i could that i could contact i'm probably not as well adjusted to my own mental health about it because i would probably contact them and do the same thing again of going yep yeah, that's great but i'm, I'm not actually going to talk to you it's you know and just be on the phone going mm-hmm yeah cool yeah and not actually interacting at all um but then that's what i did with twitch when i first came onto twitch i was having a horrendous time and i used twitch as conversation in the background it was a sound of people talking um and it was you know it was a couple of girls from the north of england that were just chatting they were doing a, a mental health monday actually weird enough and they're playing a game and they were just chatting and they were chatting to, to to stream um it was good to have on the background because it was like someone else was there and i could almost have an interaction whilst like i say still being able to mask because no one knew what my face was like i wasn't streaming then um i was only known as that for the challenge no one knew my real name but they were interacting and they were chatting and they were talking about stuff that actually fucking matters and that's that was really helpful so it's 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 difficult to know where the idea of kind of who we turn to kind of ends and starts because we all have very different ways of dealing with it um and maybe that's why the masks never seem to properly come down because all of us have a very different approach and you know if we didn't have a different approach then there wouldn't need be need for a mental health service because you know we'd just take a pill and everything would be fine and uh, you know that's that's kind of the problem and, and i think you um the one thing that uh i i liked that you mentioned is like a lot of people go to game lobbies to talk, to communicate. So you feel like you're going to a place where you're putting your mask up, but realistically, uh, and like, this is why Twitch, Twitch as a whole is a lot of people come to it or a lot of people game or stream because it's an outlet for them to communicate in a, a specific way. Um, if it's you streaming live or if it's you going into someone's chat, just to have a chat, you're communicating. You may not be communicating that direct emotion or what you're doing, what you're feeling, um, but you're communicating something. And I feel like through um, that type of communication, you may not truly be revealing every part of your depth and soul, but you're probably getting bits and pieces out that you probably needed to get out. Um, because video games is a way of escapism it's a way to escape from the world that we live in and this is why lots of us like there's currently 10 million users on twitch 10 million sorry streamers on twitch 10 million people who get who hit good go play and who knows how many i don't even know what the numbers are for viewers which is probably astronomical but at the end of the day it's it's a place for all of us to escape to just to get away from this world you don't want to constantly listen to the news saying oh we might be closing down again uh, this is what's going, uh, or uh, a bombing or something negative happening in the world, right? We're, we're tired of being shoved down our throats negativity. And for once in our lives, we're trying to find that glimmer of hope, that little positivity, because we already know that our lives are kind of shitty right now. We already know that I'm feeling terrible or great or whatever it is. Um, uh, you're from Boston. I'm from Canada and uh, challenges from the UK um 
But um, yeah, so at, at the end of the day, it's like you're pushing, you're pushing these feeling, we're, we're pushing these feelings down, but, and we're being shoved this negativity, but we, we're just trying to find something that brings us joy, that brings us happiness. And if it's releasing our emotions or unmasking our emotions, sometimes that helps us feel that, that little bit better. Um, and that's why like, I will be open and honest, um, with how I feel on this platform, because if I'm open and honest, it allows other people to be vulnerable if they want to as well. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's weird. I mean, when you say it's 10 million, it, it was before COVID, it was 3 million. I mean, it's it's exploded in the amount of people that have now been, um, you know, interacting with stream and trying to get the, their message or just them surviving to the rest of the world. Because, you know, it's it's some way of doing something. Now, I always um, say to people about uh, a website called um, screamintothevoid.com. Um, and the reason I, I say about it is because it is literally, a, it's kind of a, a black hole on the screen. You write in what's bothering you, you press a button and it's gone. And it may seem like it's um, pointless, but the amount of people that actually in a day just think, I need to just let this out somehow in some way. And for some people is writing it down. You know, how many times have you had a psychiatrist, counselor, whoever say, do you write a poem about this? Then we'll see how you are. Most of the time, that is utter bullshit. But for some people, their their words on on paper are their outlet. Their words on a, on a screen are their outlet. You know, you look at Edgar Allan Poe. You look at um, you know uh, Vincent Van Gogh with his painting. That outlet was an artistic one. So for some people, it will help. And just putting the words down of you know my boss is an arsehole and then you can just press but it's gone you've, you've you've let something out and i think that's always important that in some way you let something out um and you know it's there's a there's a scene in um big bang theory where um he's uh oh who the hell is it sheldon's dressed as uh as the flash and he has a moment where he's just so bottled up and um they kind of make it look as if he's the actual flash and, and he speeds off into um into the wilderness into the into the mountains and just screams just screams because he's so um you know irritated by everything and frustrated and then just comes back and that was actually quite nice because most of the time that program pisses me off of how they um deal with sheldon because he clearly has mental health issues that they're not addressing but that was the one time i just think you know that's actually that's actually an outlet that most people wish they could have of just being able to scream how many people have screamed into their pillow and, uh, on a night when something's gone wrong and they have nothing else, they just need to let it out somehow. Um, and you're right, you know, the, the media is just showing us shit because it's what they think we want to see. Um, and a lot of the time, yeah, we want to know what's going on in terms of um, some kind of, you know, economic or general social issues that are going to affect us generally. But we we don't either want or necessarily need to know every shit thing that's going on right this second yes if it's important it will get to us and it should get to us and people should be informed and people should be in it should be educated it doesn't mean you need to tell us about every single goddamn thing that's going wrong because we just want to live our lives with some 
idea of the world isn't going to hell every two seconds. And so much of it is, is misinformation as well. If you go on Twitch, uh, sorry, on uh, TikTok, there's a guy on there that calls himself a scientist, and I, I have issue with that. But every five seconds, every time he puts a post up, it's, oh, look at this new thing that's going on in 2020. And they're going, yeah, well, the amount of misinformation that's coming along with that is fantastically, um, you know, the modes that you're bringing in is from tabloid newspapers in the UK that are known for bullshit peddling. Um, but all you're doing is you're clout chasing. And at the same time, you're clout chasing by playing with people's emotions and mental states. And because that's what the media does, because it sells papers. And I think we need to get past that in some way. And I think um, it's another good point. And like, I know we're covering so many different areas of emotions and not really focusing on self as much, but a lot of it comes from external factors. So I would, I would say soon as uh, I think it was the early 1970s when CNN decided to become a 24 seven news network. Um, and I could be wrong with that stat uh, that when CNN became a 24 seven news network, but soon as we created these news networks, um, that's 24 seven, what are you going to fill this empty space with? What are you going to fill these empty headlines with? And what what has been happening is all you see, name the last time you've watched a news channel where they've said something positive about the world. I can't even, I can't even think of the last, unless you're checking your local news network near the end of the segment, they'll be like, this is the happy puppy we found. Uh, welcome in, Rena Storm. I <laughs> uh, know that you're loved, appreciated, supported, and belong here. We're talking about emotions and the, the different factors that ma uh, make us mask those emotions and how we should unmask them. But that's the thing. These news networks, these news networks absolutely destroyed us. Absolutely destroyed us. Um, they just continue to hammer us down with information that we did not need. Um, and it's like, okay, cool. Now that I know the 700 negative things in the world and you gave me one positive thing, what am I gonna retain the most? Um, and, and that's and that's the, that's the thing with, um, that's, that's negative reinforcement. That's, that's what our society is teaching us right now. It's like, let's focus on the negativity that's going on and how we can be worse off instead of focusing on hey this is actually something positive this is actually something good it would be interesting and although i i'm not sure if it's the most incredible idea i don't think it's the best idea either but it would be it would be good to see if a news network were to be able to split 50 50 between okay here's some real actual information that's negative in the world but here's some positive things that are going on too like, hey, we found a cure for cancer or, hey, we've moved forward with some some other good stuff. But I think if we focus purely on everything that's positive, that would become too preachy and too, I, I couldn't be, I, we were talking about wholesomeness, that that would be too wholesome for me. And I, uh, like, as much as I am a whole, not a wholesome streamer, but I'm a positive streamer, um, that would be too much for me to handle uh, in today's society. And um yeah, it just would not, I don't think it would work out too well if we just hammered down that type of news network is, hey, here's good news. 
it's um yeah, <laughs> there's so many issues. Um, by the way, negative reinforcement, it wouldn't be negative reinforcement because negative reinforcement is the taking away of something, not the adding. It's a general uh, misconception, true. but- true, true, um, true. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, hey, we're um, all about corrections to, here. We're all about corrections. <laughs> if anyone's also wondering in stream why I keep doing things like that, it's because um, uh, as some of you know, I have ASD, I literally can't stop myself. It will drive me insane if I if I don't do it. Um, and Papa knows this, so it's okay. So um, yeah, the thing with, um, with, the, with the news podcast and all that it is just too much. And the problem is, is that we then go too far the other way sometimes. And that's where we get the, the wholesomeness because we go from everything is shit to everything is fantastic. Instead of just going, you know what? Life is just this, this is it. Some of you may think that everything about this is shit. Some of you may think it's good. Some of you may not have an opinion whatsoever, but this is actually it. Rather than the bullshit surrounding it that we, we wrap it up to make it one way or the other, we, we just, we try and make it in our own image. And it's, that's not what it is. That's, you know, how many times do we try and bring someone around to our way of thinking? And the problem is our way of thinking is the same way as, as the media. The media goes, well, our way of thinking is to make us money. Our way of thinking is to make everyone turn on. And, you know, human nature suggests that they will go after things that are shit. And the reason is, is you know, when there's a, a um, car crash on the motorway, do we avoid it or do we go look? Because there might be something interesting. And that's, that's the thing It's you know, how many times do people have scams? We pick it because we want to see what it looks like. And that's what the media does to us. And that's the problem. Um, we, we don't we don't want to know the reality of things. And then the problem, the other side is if you have the audacity to suggest that actually, um, for instance, I was asked this on my stream the other day of um, do you think human beings are um, innately good? And I said, no, I don't think human beings are innately good. I am of the opinion of uh, Thomas Hobbes from Rousseau. And so, no. That doesn't mean that we're bad either. It doesn't mean that life is necessarily going to be bad. It just means there is a starting structure that we then build on. That's it. You know, it's like saying, do cakes have eggs in them? Yes. In that case, you're not having a cake, you're having an omelette. Well, no, because there's other stuff along with it. And that's the point. That's what we need to look at as well. Um, and I think we, we we get too much into this back and forth of this is this um, and it's down this line. So if you agree this way, that means you're in this camp. If you agree this way, that's why you're in this camp. And that's that kind of takes us back to the, the politics thing of there only being one one way of thinking and, and not an in-between. And unfortunately, that seems to have resonated throughout everything. You know, people aren't allowed to grow anymore. We talk about people um, having a mask on. And for a lot of people, a lot of people have a mask on because they're too scared to, uh, to suggest what they might believe or that they might not understand because their lack of understanding. And I've seen it actually in your chat, Papa, and in mine, where people just go, I really don't understand this. It's, it's an un unpopular opinion, but I, can you please explain why this is a thing? why this is better or why this is worse and they're not trying to be you know, nasty they they're trying to learn but because of this you know it's this or this we society's going nope you're there if we look at and especially look at the media if we look um, during the black lives matter protests there was um, a gentleman i can't remember where it was um, in america but he was head to toe in nazi tattoos and um the media 
shows it as him. It looks like he's got his fist out against um, a black protester that's got a flag. And that's how the media portrayed it. And it wasn't until those protesters came out and just went, what the fuck are you doing? This guy actually was brought up as a white supremacist, was brought up around all of this. But actually, when he started to realise what was going on, he's completely changed his life around. And the only reason he still has those tattoos is because he can't afford to get them lasered off. And what he was actually doing in that picture was reaching out for a um, one of the flags so that he could march with them. Of course, that's now going to cause him issues because now on top of everything else, his face is everywhere because that's the opinion that we have of him. So he, he doesn't allow he's not now allowed to even have a mask. And behind that beforehand, he was there having to try and work with the fact that he knew his past was an issue. And he was having to get to deal, having to get to grips with all of the emotions, all of the misunderstandings, everything that he'd had in the past. And then what did the media and society do? Fuck you, put another mask. We've decided you're this. And that's the problem. So, yeah, it's it's just like, it just seems like we continue. It's it's all about masking problems. We're, it's like we're always trying to cover something up. We're always, and we've been covering things up for over 100 years, probably even longer. Um, and And... <sighs> And that's where it's like, how, this is, this is what I always struggle with is like, how do we break out of the cycle? How do we stop covering up messes? How do we stop masking issues? Um, and just flipping go to the next step. Um, and I, and this is why, like, I love having these type of conversations. But this is why I love being as open and honest. Uh, this is why I've created this platform in a sense, right? This is why I'm on Twitch is to build a platform to unmask all of these. Um, to unmask my own emotions, to unmask how other people are feeling. It's it's totally fine. And I, this is the one thing I want uh, I want to address. If you don't know how you're feeling, that's also a valid statement. That is a valid statement. I don't know is a valid statement. Um, you don't always need to know. We don't always have the answers. We won't always have the answers. But but through time you could discover you could discover the answer, but sometimes you are just not gonna find an answer. Um there's not an answer to every question, and maybe that's the philosophical side of me coming out. Um but at the end of the day, you're not always going to have an answer. Um, there's not a solution to every problem in the world. Um, but what we can do is ask appropriate questions that may lead to appropriate action. Um, so why are we covering emotions uh, or why are we covering stuff up? Um, and there's a reason why a toxic culture on Twitch has survived and continued to rise. And there's a reason why toxic culture on on um on news medias continue to rise because it's all about the headline it's never about the true authentic it, it, it's not about what's actually going on it's like how can i bring you in how can i suck you into something that's click baity um and that that's where like 
I hate the clickbait culture and I think it needs to change. And I think lots of things need to change, but, um, yeah, you don't always have an answer and it's, it's okay not to have an answer. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that, you know, at like, you can understand that. Like if you're not feeling, if you don't know how you're feeling, it's fine. Will you know tomorrow? Maybe not, but take that time for yourself to figure out, like, just make sure to take care of yourself. I, I think, and to reach out to someone, that's, that's probably the most important thing for me is reaching out to someone. And when you do reach out to someone, say, you know, I don't need you to talk. I just need you to listen. Because if you're clear with that boundary, that person will be there for you. And I know we're going definitely, all over the definitely. place right now still. <laughs> Oh, I mean that—that's the—that's the point of podcasts, and I don't—I th don't think when we say we're going all over the place, I don't think we've actually ever really got away from the idea of masking. Um, mm -hmm. It's just that masking actually covers everything because if you have depression, anxiety, if you have a bad day, if you um, have had a loss, if you have lost your job, if whatever it is, at some point you go. Like that shut that out and i'm going to continue so i think masking does cover all this to be fair um mm -hmm. and yeah saying about um not knowing how you are it's like i was saying earlier i think is definitely the case that most of us have no real idea how we're doing i mean how many people have watched a tv program um and i'm not talking about or a film and i'm not talking about say marley and me i'm talking about a normal tv program doctor who you know something like that just something normal and suddenly you've just started crying and you have absolutely fuck all idea why don't know where it's come from you know okay it's when rose and the doctor have left each other whatever but it's not it's not something that should elicit that kind of response from you but suddenly you're in tears mm. and you have no idea why but if you'd have taken the time to really check in with yourself then then you, you, you're on the right lines of at least understanding what you can do to go forward because we may not understand what's happening to us we may not like or really get to grips with any of it but we do need to try and i think see that it's there see what our emotion is at some point check in with ourselves and just gonna go right how am i actually doing you know am i actually you know so i think it's a good week but is it is it really because if i keep going like this at some point i might burn out and actually Oh Jesus! What that? You know what, what's what's going on? Or is it actually feeling like a shit week? And then you start to go and look inwardly, and you go, "Um, no, wait! I made it. I gave myself a six a six month plan six months ago. Fuck me! Mm. I'm way ahead of it. Jesus Christ! This is this is amazing. Uh, actually, no, I can I can really move on from this. I've achieved this. This is great. This is so you can give yourself both positive and negative um, actions within how you're feeling. But that's when we come to kind of realism. And the, uh, like I think that's the problem is that we don't allow realism. We allow shit, it's great. Nothing in between. You know, it's, and I think if we just allow ourselves some time, and that doesn't mean, I know everyone's, you know, when I say, you know, introspection and looking inwards, I think everyone has this image of um, someone in a yoga studio going, um, that's not what I mean. Um, you know, for, for Papa, I, I, can, I can guess what it might be. Um, I may be wrong, but I can guess what it might be if he's trying to be introspective. For me, it's um, it's probably doing uh, martial arts. It's that kind of getting myself in a, in a certain um, place where I can switch off or running because I'm a marathon runner. And so I can I can just run for a few miles. And that's that allows me to kind of be alone with my thoughts 
and not have to deal with the world because the only thing that matters is what's under my feet. For some people, it's watching Netflix. It's watching their favorite TV uh, program. For some people, it's playing the piano. Whatever it is, everyone has a different way of even meditating because that is meditation. You know, it's not what the, the person that's charging you $50 a month is telling you is meditation, but it is meditation. Um, and I say this as a meditation instructor. It is That is what it is. Um, when you're able to actually let go of everything in your mind and just be present in what is happening right then. And that's when you can actually discover what's happening. Because if you try and fit yourself into a box to understand your emotions, then what you're actually doing is for that space of time, stepping into somebody else's mask because they've put up that mask to the world to say, this is how I am at peace. But that's not yours. So you're just putting on somebody else's mask. Whereas if you actually embrace what is good for you and what puts you at some semblance of peace or clarity, then you can break out of your own mask and not put somebody else's on. And, and I think... I think that is super, uh, what you said there is super key. And there's a reason why I always ask the question, um, what brings you joy? What brings you joy? Because what brings you joy, like, I will never go running as far as you go running. Um, <laughs> I, I will maybe run to the end of the block and I'll be out of breath and call it a day. Um, but what brings challenge joy and what brings me joy are two different things so when i say what brings you joy it's it's because i honestly want to know what makes you happy or what brings you a sense of peace so this way you could go do that go do that activity um because that activity will be helpful for you to find that inner peace if it's just for five minutes for five minutes because sometimes that's the other thing with our emotions is like as much as we want to unmask them um and we find something that brings us joy or brings us a sense of peace that feeling still can be there that feeling could be consistently there throughout the activity that you're doing and i know a lot of people have say well i lost i i don't i don't feel like um I don't like doing this. I don't like doing this anymore. But that's when, like, again, back to the mental health check-in. You need to really honestly, firmly put your feet on the ground and figure out what the heck you're feeling. Um, because it's going to, it could, it could ruin things that bring you joy. Uh, it could destroy you as a person. Um, and then those activities, you will never fall back on them again. You'll just ignore them because they're not important. They're not valid. And, um... No, no, it's for, for me, I asked the question, what brings you joy so that you could find some peace, go find something to do. Um, but you don't necessarily do it. And skids, what are you doing here? Aren't you getting married today? I think you're getting married today. <laughs> get the heck out of here. Get off of the stream right now and go get married. Cause this is not important for you right now. You can come back anytime. Um, but, um, Two and a half hours. I'm freaking out. You got this, man. Just say I do and then call it a day. You're good to go. <laughs> um, yeah, but congrats, Skids. Um, I don't know why he's here, but like, thank you for stopping by. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like, again, what brings me peace? I like walking my dog. I like going golfing. Golfing is a huge thing for me that brings peace. I like reading as well. Reading is... Uh, 
therapeutic for me, but I do right now what my true therapy is. I love watching streams. I love watching streams. I'll go to challenges stream and I half the time I won't even type in chat just because I, I just like to listen. Um, but uh, again, we, we need to find, we need, uh, uh, he's anxious and needs the comfort and pop a pause. Thank you to all. I'm freaking out. Needed some. Hey, not a problem. Know that you're loved, appreciated, supported and belong there. Skids, you got this. Uh, you know, my DMs are open, but I hope you enjoy this wonderful day. Um, there will be tons of anxiety with it, but uh, you got this. Um, as uh, everybody sends some hugs and some love over that way. <laughs> yeah, some of the Pooh Bear hugs there as well for me. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's it is interesting that we've um, you know we all find joy or peace in very different ways. In very different ways. I mean, if you and even I think the thing we've got to remember as well is that when people say, you know, this doesn't bring me joy anymore, and that's just called growing. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't enjoy watching Paw Patrol. I might have done when I was six, but you know, that's not. Um, I, I don't know if Paw Patrol is something you have in Canada. I don't know. It's a kids' TV program, but it's yeah. you know that would have brought me masses of joy when I was six years old, but it doesn't bring me joy now. You know, you're allowed to grow. You're allowed to find stuff different. You know, when, when I was 20, if you'd have um, said to me, oh, what about some classical music? I'd have just gone, what, you, what the hell are you on about classical music? Now, Rachmaninoff. Lovely. It's brilliant to have Rachmaninoff in the background because it's a little bit different to normal classical music. Uh, it's a little bit kind of more bass and it's it's quite a good kind of active music for me in the daytime. But it's, it's simple things like this. You, you just have to find what's giving you some clarity, what's bringing you some joy, what, what makes you smile. Now, you know this, Papa, because you've been into my streams, that I won't shout them out here, but I have five streams that I shout out because it, it, basically they saved my life. Um, the, or they, they were part of a journey of everything else that's, that saved my life. And the one reason I always give as to why that was is they made me smile. That's it. They made me smile. In a time when nothing was doing that they made me smile and that's at the end of the day sometimes that's all you need you know it's bringing you joy doesn't mean it makes you ecstatic with excitement and passion and, and all that sometimes all it needs to do that joy for that moment is to make you smile and that can be enough um and it doesn't matter what that is it doesn't matter whether it's stupid in your eyes later on you know it's a it's a pathetic joke that someone's told or it's a it's you know you've you've run a personal best that's a little bit you know a couple of seconds faster than what it was before that you've you know you're not you've managed to hang out with your mates and not lose your temper with them for at least half an hour you know it doesn't matter what it is if something is making you a little bit better that day that's what it's doing it's making you a little bit better don't reject the fact that it's making you a little bit better because when you reject it as is the theme of this podcast just about you're masking it you're masking your mm -hmm. true emotions and i think we forget actually when we talk about masking i think what we what we do forget is that there are so many different parts to masking because i think when we say masking generally and people that talk about having a mask the first thing that people come into people's mind is um depression because you're behind you know depression i'm behind a wall i don't wanna let people know you know we talk about robin williams um we, we talk about those kind of people um, you know, in the UK, we have footballers like Dennis Wise, and we, we talk about that, who, you know, nobody knew they were like this. They were, they masked, you know, all this kind of stuff. But actually, the day-to-day -day stuff, like I say, when 
something brings you a little bit of joy and you just think, oh, well, like, well, no, that's I'm around my mates. I can't I can't find that that nice or I can't find that funny or I can't find that whatever. You're masking it from yourself. You're not allowing yourself to have that bit of joy that in that day, that moment might have meant all the difference. Yeah. And yeah, you, you're right on that is like when we're talking about masking, there's there's like the physical mask of us hiding it. But then there's so many other masking elements surrounding that um because it, it, at, at the end of the day it's and this is and this is why we're having this conversation is because when we talk about emotions when we talk about masking um there's so many elements to it i and i think we just focus primarily a lot of the times on the emotion and us not showing that all the time um when we should be like looking at everything, like the bigger picture. The For me, I'm always a big picture person. So like, I know what's going on in my world, but what's going on on the next level and the level above that and the level above that. Um, and how can we make little waves um, further up to change the way we think about things and the way we can educate each other on things? Um, so for me, I know I mask my emotions because I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to share things. But why why do I not want to share things? And I've, again, we've, we've talked about this already, but a lot of it's coming from so many different levels, right? It's a society that's teaching me not to share my emotions. Um, there's the inability to be able to afford counseling. There's the, the, there's the uh, toxic masculinity that has taught me that I'm not allowed to share my emotions. There is, there is a, a culture that tells me I need to be a functional human being. And the only way to be a functional human being is not by showing my emotions. Um, so there's so many layers to it. And I think the things we don't realize is sometimes, you know what, although we have so many different things going on in our lives, it is way more valuable for us just to take that deep breath and focus on our immediate, immediate emotion and slowly work our way out of that. But also to know that there's so many societal pressures. There's so much things going on in our world that are force, it's forcing our hand. Um, maybe that's maybe not the correct language. I, I want to use, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use it right now. But it's forcing our hand to mask it, forcing our hand to hide it, um, and we need to hide it because this is what this is what our world is. Um, and we're not do we do, do challenge and I have all the answers on how we could change the culture? No, um, but we're just trying to do our best to provide that sensible education that could help us take it to the next step or take us out of um take us out of like a cycle that's going to continuously bring us down um i'm not going to say your your day is going to be automatically amazing every single day but if we could help you make your day or us could provide you resources that could help you make your day a little bit better that's essentially that's a win in this and this masking culture I mean, it's 
Oh, well, so with me and you said about, you know, me and Papa don't have the answers to all of this. And it's, I know for myself, I always think of myself as a facilitator. You know, I don't actually think I do anything. I just turn on a camera, start talking. You guys seem to listen. That's about it. Um, and, you know, answers for you may come out of that. And that's great. Um, but all I want to do is to let people have that facility to be able to talk back and forth and see that they're not alone. Because I think that's a that's a big one as well that I don't actually think we've, we've talked on is that you're not alone in, in this. And I think sometimes that's why a mask can be put up so quickly, especially amongst a, a small group of friends, and especially if you're male. Because um, that, as you know, looping right back to the beginning, I think that's the assumption that's put forward for men is men don't talk about your emotions. You're not meant to talk about your emotions. Your friends won't respond to it. You know, you don't talk to you. What, what do you do when you're, when you're feeling down? How many of us actually talk to our dad? Or do we talk to our mum or our sisters? You know, I'm, I'm the youngest of 13 and I don't talk to any other fuckers. <laughs> so, you know, they might come to they might come to me. You know, I've, I've had it where my my, you know, my my sister and my nephews have just um, have just uh, left to today. Yesterday, I don't know what day I'm on. Um, they've come they come to me, but I don't, I don't reach out to them. And it's actually it's actually weird to think because I was not telling off, but I was trying to get something out of my nephew when he came down because there's been issues um and you know that's why my sister went to me you know he got he got beaten up and there was issues around it um because of uh, mental health and people messing about so you know who'd you bring him to you bring him to your brother who's a mental health martial arts instructor <laughs> but um i was talking to him and i managed to get stuff out of him but would i go to my sister if i had issues probably not um and i think that's that's the problem because even even when we can do it for somebody else there's still that thing in our head just going, yeah, but I'm the only one that's feeling this right now. So I must be alone in this. And I think that's where streams are good, where we just go, no, no, you're not alone. You you are, th there's so many people here. I mean, I'm, for, for instance, in my chat, I am so, so slow in it because I try and keep up with every single thing. Um, and that's why we're saying that the chat do the work because by the time I've got to most people's um, issues and when I'm actually talking because I, I respond to every single message that's put to me, by the time I get to a lot of it, most of my chat have actually talked to me and gone, look, you've got this. You, you know, I felt this way. I've done. And actually, it's just when people just come and go, oh, shit, no, I've done that before. And people start to talk and people start to realise without the need for a physical or... Um, outward mask because you're on twitch and it doesn't matter because nobody knows who you are anyway so there's the mask of anonymity which allows you to then talk freely whereas if you're out and about most of us may have that normal mask on and that's it and yeah we do we do allow ourselves to believe that we're unimportant as well with this you know that we're it's just us. We're here, and it do, it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter to anybody else because we're by ourselves, and it's just us. We're just being silly. We're just, you know, we're 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 insignificant. We're we're not. It, it it's just, um, it's just something stupid that we've done. It's our own fault. And you know, what's the biggest reason for for suicide? It's that we believe we're a burden. So it's just us. It's our issue. Um, and actually, there's a great quote from The West Wing. Um, if anyone's ever ever seen it from a few years ago that I, I kind of think gets this um, the right way round. It's between 
um, President Bartlett and um, Will, who's um, and his staff, um, when he says, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful and committed people can change the world. Do you know why? And the response was, because it's the only thing that ever has. And it's just so true is that, yes, you may be small and you may be in your mind insignificant, but you are so powerful and you can make so much difference. And you can like these um, these streams that I've mentioned for me, you can literally change or save someone's life just from being you just from that day doing something. And that can happen from other people interacting with you as well. So sometimes letting that mask slip just so that you can realize um, that you're not alone can mean so, so much. I mean, for men, I think it's, it's you know, we have four times the amount of suicides as females in society. Um, in the UK, it is the, um, I don't know about anybody else, but in the UK, it is the number one cause of male death under 40, number one cause of death for men under 40 um and it's because most of the time we don't think we're important if we're in the pub do we tell our mates about it no it's my problem my mates don't need to know about it actually a simple chat and a simple allowing of that um that master slip and them to just going to go mate i've been like i've been there that's yeah i feel like that all the time and just allowing people in every now and again is really fucking easy for me to say and i'm well aware of this but just letting it slip occasionally can make all the difference to you. And I think, um, and those are some interesting statistics because I feel like they're slightly different here in the, uh, in Canada and the U S. Um, okay. I believe it's, uh, males between the ages of 40 and 60 have the highest, uh, suicide rate in, uh, North America. Um, and the reason being for that is a lot of it's um, related to divorce, loss of job, loss of identity. Um, so between those ages. So it's very fascinating to hear under 40. Um, but I, you touched on something that I think is the most important part uh, that we should be thankful for. Um, and I would encourage you to find your, like, if you have friends who have issues who want to talk, um, I highly encourage you to tell them to get a Twitch account. Um, why? Because I know challenge is challenge. I don't know challenge's first name. Don't know challenge's last name. I know challenges from the UK, but that's all I know about challenge. Well, other than whatever else challenge decides to share. To be able to hide behind a username might be one small step or one key step to unmasking whatever you need to unmask that day. Um, nothing like hiding behind the name of like Papa Paws. You know me as Papa Paws. You know that I have a dog. You know that I live in Canada. But unless I'm sharing something with you, you have no idea about my life. You have no idea what I've been through. Um, and this relates back to your point earlier. We only know what you're going through based off of what you say in chat. You don't have to tell us everything, but you just typing, I am not okay today is a step in the right direction. And I think, um, and I think this is why Twitch is such a successful platform, um, for those on YouTube or, uh, or Twitch, I would say, cause you could hide behind that username and just openly admit your feelings. 
I would be interested, and this is, uh, and I haven't looked into this yet, but I wonder how many counseling online counseling services, and I uh, this is where hotlines are also important. Hotlines you can hide behind that uh, to be being anonymous. Hotlines you could say your first name. You don't have to give any other information. Heck, I don't even think you have to give your first name. But I could be completely wrong with um, suicide hotlines or bullying hotlines. Um, but that allows you to be open and honest with whatever you're feeling at that point in time. Um, obviously, if there's other issues that they'll find the help that you do need. But I think being able to hide behind a username is number one super helpful. And I think that's why a lot of people go see challenge or come to Papa pause or go to Waba streams or go to whoever you need to go to, because you're able to say whatever's on your heart. You're able to say whatever's on your mind. And we're just here to listen. We're not here to solve your problem. We're here to listen and we'll ask questions. We'll try to help you find something to make your day a little better. But I think uh, being anonymous definitely, definitely is super beneficial, uh, at least here on Twitch. Uh, could be helpful on other platforms. But I think being able to hide um, because you don't know that person. You don't know that person. I don't have to, I don't have to say, hi, my name is so-and-so and go visit that person. Um, and I, th I think that's why it's so difficult to talk with your, talk with your mates is because Talking with your mates, you know that person. <laughs> the the they're, they might you're afraid that they might judge you. They might they might uh, they might just tell you it's going to be okay. Um, heck, maybe you don't even want to admit that you're not okay to your to to your mate because and I, and I think that's why, especially right now. And I'll be interested to see the research by time COVID finishes, um, whatever that finishes is to see what the suicide rates were during COVID because I am I am sure it's through the roof, through the flipping roof. Well, yeah, I mean, I can tell you something. So for the UK, um, mental health um, condition, mental, recognized mental health um, reports have gone up by um, between eight to 9% and suicide has gone up um, from them by about 3.5%, um, mm -hmm. which you know, that's, when you've got a population of um, 66 to 70 million is not a small amount by any means. Um, that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's a big amount. Um, it's actually strange the way um, you said about the, the username is very good for, for being anonymous. For me, it was, it was a, a weird one. My, my username, because so my username comes from, I, I, I created this username because I have a YouTube channel and it, it deals with challenges. So it's really weird because um, when I came onto Twitch, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll carry on with that because I came onto Twitch um, originally just to watch some, um, uh, well, some D and D or well, some, some Marvel slash DC D and D stuff basically from comic story. And so I never came on for anything else. Um, but so I, I just had my name because I don't need them a name. I don't need to create something, but then something weird came out of having this name was, um, and I talk about those, um, those five streamers that are, uh, or those five streaming channels that I mentioned when I, um, needed to have someone in the background talking when I needed something to, to feel as if I was in a conversation, even though I wasn't, um, as me and, and uh, Papa do, when somebody's in our chat, we'll go, hey, how you doing? You know, if, if one of my mods, if Rena, like Rena Storm was in here earlier, and I'll be like, hey, hey, Rena, how you doing? Um, then 
you know, we're interacting there. Now, because it's up for the challenge, not everyone calls me the same name. Some people call me up. Some people call me challenge. Some people call me up for the challenge. And hell, some one person specifically has called me for the, because they got the joke that everyone was calling me everything else. So <laughs> actually, um, because my my normal name, as all of our names really in some way are pretty generic, um, it's uh, you can be called that name, but they can be talking to anybody. Whereas having that kind of nickname online is anonymous, but at the same time seems almost more personal because depending on which stream you're going into, we'll call you something different. You know, Papa calls me challenge. Um, if I go into um, Wabba streams, she'll call me um, up for the challenge. Uh, if I go into Sabelle TV, she'll call me up. You know, it just depends on who's who's there, who's talking to you. And so you, you get to be, uh, they, and streamers can recognize you more as well because you end up kind of getting that nickname of, of that specific part. Um, I had one person come into mine and wanted me to give them a nickname because they had a weird username and I suppose they wanted a, a little kind of something different for them. And that's why it becomes so personal. And actually it can be both anonymous, allow you to let things out, but at the same time be so personal as if someone is really listening and you're really involved in a conversation when a lot of the time you may not feel you can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, like people, I I've been called a lot of different things. I, I, and thankfully not a lot of mean things on Twitch yet. Um, <laughs> that, that time, that time will come at some point in time. Um, but yeah, it's like people call me pop up. People call me pause. Some people call me big PP and I'm like, you can't say that on Twitch. Um, that is not permitted. <laughs> Um, but it, it's like, it's always, it's always interesting how to address people. And I think by, and I know some people use their actual real names, but I think some people just, uh, with some of these names, people feel that love, feel that joy, um, when you say their name and, um, and I know some people like uh, today, today we have lots of people lurking because they're at work. Um, but me, just me just saying their name sometimes allows them that proper recognition be like, Oh my goodness, I'm actually worth a damn. I'm actually worth a damn. I'm actually worth a person. Um, and, and at the end of the day, like na naming, naming things is super important. If it's just calling out for a friend, calling them by their name or calling out towards, uh, calling your emotion, you need to figure out how to name it. Um, and again, I'll, I'll reiterate at this point for me, the best way to unmasking the emotion or unmasking yourself is just being open and honest one with yourself first. And then two, try to be as open and honest with someone else. Um, if it's an accountability partner, your, your actual partner, your, a friend freaking challenges, stream my stream just spit it out just say what you're feeling say what you're doing we're we're here to listen we're here to uh we won't uh will that i i like to say i validate your feeling i will validate your feeling because anything you feel is actually valid i will never tell you how not to feel i will never tell you that your illness is just a thing um because it's not, it's how you feel. It's, it's who you are. 
And if you define yourself as someone who has uh, a mental health issue, then that's who you are. And I'm going to respect that. And I'm going to help you out in the best way I possibly can by providing resources. Um, and I have no idea where, where I'm going this with this point. But I, again, <laughs> it's, it's, I am, um, again, I'm thankful for these type of conversations. I'm thankful for this community. I'm thankful for challenge and being another, uh, I know he doesn't like to be called a mental, I, I, I'll use his term uh, for being a mental health facilitator. Um, I think we need more of this on Twitch. And this is why we have all these conversations. And this is why we're posting on our YouTube channels because we want to continue to have more of a dialogue uh, and continue the dialogue and end the stigma of, at least I want to end the stigma of mental health. I think it needs to be talked about more often and we need to stop masking ourselves or allowing allowing society to mask it for us and take that stand for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's, we do, we do have this thing against um, where the society kind of decides things for us and then throws it back at us. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the best way for me uh, when we talk about masking would be, as I've said, and I always say for anyone that's getting bored of it in my stream, um, that introspection. That introspection has to come first because sometimes you may not even know that you're putting a mask up. And, you know, it's, it's really hard to take down a mask you don't know you've got on. So it could be that you just need to have a conversation with yourself, have some introspection and realize, OK, this is how I'm feeling. Um, we need now I need to, to understand why that is. And maybe I can move on pretty quickly um, because it may not be that you're actually doing that bad. It may just be there's something in the background that you just haven't dealt with that is just niggling and it's just something that's bringing you down and down and down and you're putting up a mask to not show some, not show everybody that you're feeling like shit but actually if you just dealt with it you'd realize I'm past it I'm allowed mm -hmm. my mind is trying to tell me there's something wrong but I'm past it and I mean I say the same thing um, on streams is everyone is going to mask themselves in some way but the way you've got to got to look in terms of how bad you're feeling and if you've got massive things going on in your head um, and, you know, you're feeling it a struggle every day is that no matter how bad you're feeling, no matter how um, bad you feel of yourself, how inadequate you might feel, no matter any of that, every day that you're still here, you've beaten the feelings from the day before. Okay. So you know however you're you're having to kind of interact with that whatever demons are trying to attack you you fought those demons you fought them however many times that you've been here on this planet i'm 35 i've beaten those demons for around you know <laughs> with my with my mental health probably for about 35 years um you know i've i've told them to fuck off and i've knocked them back every time now yes you're always going to have those um those cuts and bruises and your mask is effectively you putting on a plaster so that you so that nobody gets to see those cuts and bruises but mm. there are others that know how to treat those cuts and bruises and yes it might be an iodine patch and it might sting at first doesn't mean it's not going to heal and it's not going to heal better and even with the scar the scar is going to show you a story and show what you were before and how well you dealt with it and that doesn't mean that it's something bad look at the um the guy in uh um 
Black Panther. He was mm-hmm. covered in scars, but those scars told a story. And that's all you're doing. Yeah, and, and, and you know, we, we all have our scars. We all have something that we're taking with us. Um, something that we're carrying with us every single day. And I think for me, I think COVID has been like a blessing in disguise for a lot of us um, because it's able, it's gave us the ability to really unmask who we are. Um, Where does our identity lie? Who are we as people? How are we feeling? Um, And Bamboo it would be, it would be good to have like a, a script for introspection. Sometimes we don't ask ourselves the right question, but sometimes reaching out to a friend um, can help us uh, ask the right questions for us. Because we, um, the one thing that I did learn from a counseling session that I was part of is sometimes we only have the 10 foot view of our life. And sometimes someone else may see that 50 foot view, that hundred foot view, that thousand foot view. Um, So sometimes having someone else with us can see the bigger picture for us, even though we may be just stuck in our little box right here. Um, so again, yeah, we, we may not have, uh, as you said, it's hard for us to even know the, yeah, fair enough, fair enough up, <laughs> uh, challenge there. Um, but again, it's, um, we, 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 we just need to be honest with ourselves, focus on that introspection. And this is where, I, I'm going to say, and I'm intentionally going to be doing this too. I'm, mental health check-ins once a week, once a week. If you have to check in with uh challenge, um, I, you, you said you do it Wednesday nights, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I do it Wednesday, which is at, um, oh dear. It's because the, the clocks have just changed. I'm trying to remember what it is, but it would be, um, I think it's now 7 p.m. Central time on a Wednesday or midnight GMT. Okay, perfect. Um, actually, and since since we're talking about that, where other than on Twitch here, um, you could find you on YouTube as well, correct? Uh, yes. So. Um, the best one to, it hasn't got that many followers because I have two channels, but the, the channel that I think would be most useful for people would be Society Podcasts. Um, and I run two podcasts uh, there. So I have um, the Kick to the Crotch podcast, which is a discussion about um, uh, self-defense, martial arts, but also we occasionally go on to well-being as well. But then I also have the It's Good to Talk podcast, um, which um, Papa will be on. Um, and that's where we talk about just a vast array of different things around um, mental health everything from you know social media's effect in general on it where we had um call me chris if anyone goes on tiktok we had call me chris join me for that um to you know someone who has started running and that uh, how that's affected their um PD and how they were hearing voices and seeing things previously and that's how that started to change so we we, we look at a whole raft of it um but yeah that's on society podcast that's probably the main one but it's the uh, the it's good to talk playlist because there's two podcasts on there so that would be the playlist if people need to check in or just need to maybe say oh i'm not the only one that's that's having this issue or this is going well that would be the obvious one for youtube yeah um and again like if you like if you like my content you'll definitely appreciate challenges content um 
He'll focus on specific subjects every single day. We try to focus on speci specific subjects every day. That doesn't necessarily happen uh, 100%. Um, but I would highly encourage people to go check out Challenge. Uh, check out his podcasts um, on YouTube. Go follow him on Twitter. Uh, so this way you can see when he's live. Um, do you have any like final thoughts? Um, anything else you'd like to add, Challenge? Um, I, the, the only thing is, is to, for everyone to realize that masks aren't uncommon. Um, I think, uh, we did kind of um, quickly mention it, but masks aren't just for people that are massively suffering that we kind of think of as, oh, well, I never knew they felt like that. It's not just for the people that are suicidal. It's not just for the people that are under massive, um, depressive episodes. Everyone has a mask. It's just recognizing where your mask is. And what exactly you're masking um, and beyond that that's where we start to help ourselves well i appreciate you taking the time with me today um i appreciate you uh what you're doing and everything that you do for uh others and uh the mental health community and i'm i am super looking forward to working with you even more um i know we're going to record another podcast right after this but uh yeah, this is this is this is what this platform's for. It's connecting with others, networking with others, and uh, again, I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day um, and sharing a bit about you and helping me talk about emotions and what's going on. So good. <laughs> and with with that being said, I, and I know um, we, I've been wanting to raid one of my best friends on Twitch for quite some time. Um, neither of us typically stream on Saturdays, like ever. We never stream on Saturdays. This is something we never do. But we are got. I I'm sad. Uh, sad and sometimes happy. Um, Shadow. Um, I'm gonna send you a whisper right now so we could discuss that. Um, um, because I do not want to dismiss your comment there. Um, but we're gonna be going to send love to my buddy World Z. Um, he's a different type of streamer. Um, he announces, uh, wrestling, um, but we are going to go give him a beautiful raid. Uh, what is a whisper? I just sent you a message on Twitch. That's, that's what a whisper is shadow. Um, um, I, I'll shoot you a DM. So check your whispers. I sent you a message right now. If you do not know how, um, I will get in contact with you. Uh, but thank you everybody for coming today. Uh, know that you're loved, appreciate supported and belong here. Um, we will be back live Monday. 1 p.m. Eastern, um, and I am looking forward to learning more with you and growing with you as this community continues to blossom. Thank you so much for spending your time today. Until next time, have a great day.